Welcome to episode 76 of Crave the Book. In today's episode, Amber and I are covering chapters 150 through 154 of Tracy Wolf's Covet. And in this episode, we are talking about the battle at the Unkillable Beasts Island. Super exciting. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. What's up, guys? Finally, episode 76. It is a week and a few days late, but that's okay. We've had brilliant excuses for it. Um, Amber went to Crufts, which is a big-ass dog show. <laughs> it's the world's biggest dog show. That's what I said, a big-ass dog show. <laughs> yep. And um, I, my husband has COVID, and I am now getting sick. Though I'm testing negative, I'm sick. So it's like, where did the sick come from? It, I'm, 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 yeah. So I'm assuming that I probably also have COVID, but that's okay. Um, guys, thanks so much for being patient with us. Um, we are going to be covering chapters 150 through 154 right when the action gets good in Covet. Um, and mm-hmm. honestly, I think that. When I first read Covet, like the prison, it it made me very anxious. Like I had to take little breaks. But during this battle scene in Covet, it was the one point in a book because I was so scared because I was so attached to the characters that were getting hurt. And I had it in my head like they're going to die. Like one of these characters that I love is going to die. And I actually did like close the book and walk away. Um, <laughs> I, I, I vividly remember it. My husband was on the couch playing video games and I was reading. And I remember like putting the book down and setting it down and just saying to him, like, I need to take a little break for a minute. I'm going to go pee and I'm going to go get myself a cup of coffee and then I'm going to come back to this. And like, he had no idea. He's just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There was a bit of a foreshadowing moment as well where, like, they land on the beach and and she says, oh, I know that um, Macy is thinking of the last time that we were here, like, Xavier was dead. And I'm like, oh, it's going to happen to someone else. Yeah. Like, this was too easy. It felt too easy. But it's just weird how, like, we... We literally just left action where, you know, you were under the impression that the final climax of the book was going to be the giant uh, fight with Hudson and Grace. Like, I felt like, okay, they did it. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, like, you know, when you see certain amount of pages left in a book and then there's another battle coming and you'll go, no, right, no. No, 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 because either everything's going to be tied up in a nice little neat little ribbon or everything's getting fucked up. Yeah, yeah, like and no. I'm gonna have to wait for the next book. And when we read Cover, Cover was out and had been out for a few months. Yeah, Court was months away, and I was like, "No, you can't do this to us. You can't make us like leave on this like huge cliffhanger if there's a war about to start." Oh so, yeah, and yeah. and and COVID pushed pushed it back by like so, like six months or something ridiculous too. So we thought that we knew when we were gonna get it. It was supposed to come out in November, and it didn't co- end up coming out until February. Yes. Like, that That was a miserable wait. But, um, la- la- well, I have a spoiler, but the spoiler is only going to spoil something that happens. Is in- about to happen. Yeah, that happens in the next few chapters of Covet. Um, so if for any reason you're, like, reading along with us, which, you know, I feel bad for you if you are because we keep taking breaks due to sickness and dog shows um but if for any reason you haven't read like the next few chapters of covet after 154 you might want to bounce out i'll go ahead and give a spoiler warning before we get to that part it'll be right at the end though um but yeah we we left off with grace and flint and hudson and calder who was still passed out they had just gotten out of the prison and uh ended up in this graveyard and then Macy's voice just kind of appears and it turns out that the whole gang, Macy and Jackson and Mackay and everybody's just kind of been waiting outside the prison for Grace and Hudson and Flint to get out. And which I think is funny because it's like, oh, this 
this you know prison that nobody ever escapes from and they're they're out there for like a couple days just like yeah, they'll get out. They'll be fine. They'll make their way out. <laughs> Within a few hours as well. Right. And it's like, we've been waiting for days. <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, you've been in moderate comfort, like camping out whilst everybody else has been in prison. It's like, duh, took your time escaping, guys. Yeah. And, you know, Grace never even gets the chance to tell Macy, like, what they went through, like, before they got... I don't, th- I don't think that they really do talk about it. No, no, maybe I don't remember it in court either. No, <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, that thing that you did, you went, you went to prison. Yeah, that was great. Like, I don't want to hear about it. Cool, bye. Right, that traumatic thing that probably yeah, unresolved trauma. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Yeah, and and like, what? Okay, so they've been out for days outside the prison. Mackay said something like they were trying to, you know, find a way to break in. But what the hell mm-hmm. were they doing out there? They were just hanging Playing out chess. in a graveyard. I reckon Macy was teaching them all how to play chess, but she was obviously teaching them the wrong rules. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's... really, really wrong rules. And she's like, this is how you play chess. And everybody's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's, uh, for those who haven't read the uh, Cat Mirror Academy guide, there's an adorable little sequence of chapters. The deleted scenes. Yeah, where, where Hudson is trying to play chess with Macy, and Macy's just not getting Inventing it rules <laughs> she she thinks she, she thinks she knows what she's doing it's like trying to play a game with a toddler and they're like well i'm gonna move my piece all the way over here okay yeah yeah that's how that's how i play chess to be honest yeah um and then and then calder wakes up and everybody's like uh who the hell is this um yeah what what, what i loved was that luca picked up flint in like a bear hug but also picked up calder like <laughs> And then when Calder... Like, effortlessly. Like, just, yep, I can lift two people at the same time. No problem. Yeah. I, I like that Tracy wrote in that Luca was a little... He he was kind of, like... Threatened? Yeah, he felt he was a little nervous when... Because, you know, his boyfriend just appears holding this beautiful, unconscious girl. And Luca's <laughs> just standing there like... Uh, and then yeah and then she starts flirting with him publicly and he's like excuse me yeah and then and then what did what did you even say because it said that flint like whispers something in his ear that immediately makes his jaw unclench but what would you say in that scenario that would make your boyfriend believe you right she's crazy don't worry i still definitely love cock yeah right like Like, well like like what what it's it's fine i'm still gay it's cool yeah like Like, what what would you say that wouldn't sound like you're lying. I would say, I would say, don't, sh- she's crazy. Like, like, she's, she's nuts. She's crazy. Just like, just, just give her a few minutes. She'll hit on someone else. Right. Or just, just roll with it. Which, you know, she kind of did. She immediately, like, clung on to Mackay, mm-hmm. which, you know, I, th- I thought it was cute. I thought that it, I thought that the whole scene with Flint, like, going and reassuring Luca and holding, holding his hand and then her turning to Mackay and Mackay just being like, uh, <laughs> It's like, eh, help me. Help. <laughs> Which I really love the fact that it's like really confident. She's clearly beautiful. It's not like um, she's ugly or anything where she's making people feel uncomfortable because she's flirting with them. But they're like, I don't find you attractive. I'm sorry. Like, right. She's just making people very, very uncomfortable with their flirting because she's so confident with it. Right, right. It's like, is she kidding? Is she serious? Like, have you? Yeah. I've I've had friends like that that are just they flirt but it's it's like harmless flirting they just do it cuz that's how their personality is they're super charismatic and you know I mean my husband does it to like all the old ladies when we go to a restaurant if we've got a waitress <laughs> who's an old lady he will like flatter her and she'll just giggle Oh he oozes schmooze Yeah yeah she, the, she he especially cuz he's got like a curly handlebar mustache mm-hmm. all these all these little old ladies are swooning is that the word swooning Swooning. <laughs> um yeah um yeah she, she's she's like flirting with everybody and like there's certain things that like just make everybody crack up because i think they suddenly realize that there's no tension anymore because they realize just how up her own ass she is yeah but clearly it's like a protective thing like a what's it like self-defensive uh, type thing. So, yeah, mechanism, whatever it, whatever the saying is. Like, they they clearly clue in to what she's doing. And it's, yeah, it's really fun. It's a funny scene. Well, that's I, probably, I, like I would guarantee that if she didn't 
act like that in the prison, she wouldn't have gotten as far as she did. Like, I'm, I'm sure that her confidence is no. what kept her alive, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's like that in real life, too. It's why it's why, you know, actors and politicians and shit like anybody who's super duper popular in the public eye they're almost always very charismatic with the exception of elon musk he's getting he's getting more confident in his speaking but i don't know if you've ever watched an interview with him he sounds like he's never been in front of a camera in his life um he still looks like a frog too a frog (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think that confidence in a in a situation like you know where there is a hierarchy that that's like the one thing it doesn't matter even if even if you're a dum-dum like we all know like in politics that there are dum-dums that just get to the top because they're charismatic but they're dum-dums um and she just has the benefit of she's smart and she's confident and i think that she kind of knows how to get everybody like on her side she's really really Mm -hmm. good at um plays her strengths yeah yeah and she even does it with macy because um you know she's talking about her hair and stuff and even macy's like oh my god i love your hair Mm -hmm. so um yeah but then they're they they have to let her know that remy didn't end up coming out but that he does have a flower so we have confirmed that i don't ever remember grace giving him a flower nope um (laughs) but apparently he has i'm imagining i'm imagining that it was at the same time that they went to go get vanda vanda tate had a flower and it was removed like ruined the flower because it didn't work but i think she had three in her palm of her hand mm, okay. and that was when calder went oh I'll, I'll i'll do one to prove it and i think that that was when remy went no no more and dragged them away yeah because he knew that he would have to have that last flower because there wasn't there was no other way of getting any more right because vander could have taken the other one and been like okay i'll just take two yeah uh, so i think that he must have taken it then and put it in his pocket or something yeah nice safe place right um, they can't put it on his keys or anything. She was, <laughs> she was less upset though than I thought she would be. Like, I think it's because she has that confidence, but she doesn't want to leave that area, and Grace doesn't want her to leave that area. Though I, I will say, I think that Calder would have been an amazing addition to the battle uh, because I was no- about to say that nobody would expect her. She, no, she's not and one we, of the. And we would have got a, a, a glimpse of what a manticore can actually do. Yeah, actually know what that does. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, she could have. She could have turned and been like, you know, liony. Y- yeah, she could have. She could have like astounded this army who's used to seeing vampires, witches, dragons, and and werewolves, and now, you know, a gargoyle. But she could have been, like, the turning point for this battle just based on her ability to, like, distract them. Because they they have wings, right? They're lions with wings. Yep. And a tail, like a spiky tail. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But no, Grace somehow thinks that the most expensive hotel in the world is just around the corner. I know, like they say you should stay around the hotel or around the hotel, around the Where where? She's in the middle of a graveyard in a forest. Like where is she gonna find a hotel? Like the the best best scenario is she finds a hostel. I mean of like camp. <laughs> what? Wait, what like, she's you... not gonna turn around and go like, Oh my god, I didn't know that the I can't I can't think of any posh hotel names now. The Ritz. Oh my God! Can't believe I stumbled upon it. It's New Orleans. I mean, it's like you you walk out of the swamp and there's a casino. You never know. <laughs> yeah. So she like Grace walks around and like finds um, Jackson and goes, "Hey, have you got any cash on you?" And she's like, "It's <laughs> testament to our relationship that he just pulls out five hundred dollars." Is this enough? <laughs> I was like, I've never, ever had $500 cash on me, ever, for no reason. Um, And then he's like, will this be enough? And she's like, you know what? I don't know. Who else has money? And Yeah. And so everybody else in the order is like, oh, I'll I'll chip in. I'll I'll, I'll give you what I've got in my wallet. And somehow she manages to walk away with a (laughs) $1,200. I mean, what were they doing? This is at the end of a week of camping. Yeah. Why did they? I mean, 
I don't know. Maybe, maybe they maybe had... they were going to the casinos. Oh yeah, that's how that's how they 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 all. St- I want I want that deleted scene. They all started out with like five dollars, but they made out like bandits because. Uh, <laughs> You know, they were able to use some of their power. I actually know they wouldn't even have any powers that they could use. Jackson can't make anything float effectively. He, he could make the roulette table Tip. Like, tremble. Yeah. Okay. And, and make the dice go further. And then Mackay has um, like emotiony things. Did we make that up? No. I feel like we made that up. No, he, I, I think he can. Uh, and I don't think that like, we hypnotized. get a lot of it until... I think that we see it in court. I think. Okay. So, like, he, he, he can do some witchy woo-woos. Like, Macy can definitely do stuff. Yeah. Uh, Eden. She can make things hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she could just set fire to certain cards in the deck, you know. Oh, she freaks. Like, oh, no. She can freeze the slot machines right where she wants them to stop. Every single time. Every time. <laughs> yep. Uh, how uh, how do we get into this discussion? I how have... to gamble as a supernatural being. I love it. I love it. That would be a fun like novella. Um, yeah. How it, and that sh- could should be the title. How to how to gamble as a supernatural being. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. I would be. I would read it. <laughs> I would read it too. <laughs> yeah. Um. um oh, Jack- and, and by the way, um, Vanda has disappeared into a tree. Oh yeah, yeah. That happened. That happened. Uh, yeah. So that they're, they're like, oh yeah, we got, we've got the key. We're all good. And uh, yeah, we, 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 let's go. Um. And uh, then all of a sudden, the rest of the order come running through the trees. And was like, we need to go. We need to go. We need to go. And Macy's like, okay, portal time. And I'm like, all of a sudden, Macy's like, I'm confident with portals. We're not gonna be blown into a million pieces of light yeah but she's I'm already sad. i'm sad that grace doesn't try a tree well she's already opened the portal like to at the unkillable beast island i mean it just exists now so yeah. that would be such a useful skill yeah i would especially to gamble yeah you could have one at the casino <laughs> you could just put, pop your head through and then look at what the deck is and go okay losing hand yeah, and then just, you know, bounce out and go to the Unkillable Beasts Island and hang out on the beach. Mm-hmm. It would be perfect. Um, yep. So this part made me really, really mad, though. Um, when Jackson does appear, I, I forgot to put a note, but he's all, like, sallow and his cheeks are all Dead. sunken. Yeah, I'm imagining, he's like... Bella when she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah, I'm imagining, like, Dark shadows, Johnny Depp. The spine like, going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's yummy. <laughs> he's not top notch right now, and of course, Grace is like, oh no. If there was any other way, if there was any other way, but I have to break the mating. Like, sh- oh my god, you already decided not to, and now you have decided to do it again because you've seen him looking haggardly. Mm-hmm. Haggardly. Hag- Hagridly, yeah, he's got big. <laughs> he's gotten bigger. He's got crazy a hair, big bushy beard, and a big bushy beard. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, and then and then she goes through the portal, and then she has a moment with Hudson, and then literally retracts everything <laughs> she's just said to Jackson. I know. She's like, she she. I should ch- choose you. <laughs> I would choose you. You 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 said that you'd never make me choose because I'd never choose you. But I would choose you. But I won't. But I would. But I would. <laughs> like, God, Grace, you are. Dr- yeah. She is mind games. This girl is nothing but mind games. I feel so yep. so bad for for yeah. Hudson. Um, and then uh, so they they are kind of arrive and they realize that they don't really have any strategy and my typical fucking children don't know what they're doing <laughs> and um they they some they somehow go oh wait actually it would be better off if we weren't here because we have the key so if we're here and Cyrus kills us and gets the key then we've essentially given the key to him <laughs> Well, that's after the so witches they're about, appear. They're about, to, they're about to leave, and then they immediately go, oh, no, wait, we have to fight. 
Well, yeah, well, they were, the witches appeared and they had started fighting. And that's when, that's when Grace was like, okay, we should just leave. And right as they're about to leave. And and not tell anybody, by the way, they were just going to book it. Oh, they were going to leave. On their own. I think they were going to try to get everybody together, but everybody was scattered. I'd like to think that they were just eloping. (laughs) I've got the key. Bye. (laughs) But then Grace saw Flint. Mm-hmm. And and that's when things got bad. But as I don't understand the scene, so as Grace has you know kind of decided like we should just leave, like uh, Cyrus can't get the key if we're not here. Like they'll just be here fighting with nobody. So let's just leave. Let's let's go before the dragons yep. show up. Um, and Hudson ends up like fighting. She specifies that it's a maid vampire, which I want to know, like, how do you tell at a glance which ones are maid vampires? That was my first question. But then they're wearing Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah, they're they're not in they're not in Gucci and um, yeah, Armani. Like they're, they're, they're poor people who have been just kind of stolen in the dead of night. Yeah, they're, they're and not to say that Abercrombie is, is poor people clothes because not at all. No, Jesus Christ. They shop at the Gap. <laughs> 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 They wear like yeah. you know those those t shirts in the nineties from from you guys have Gap right? Yeah, you don't have Gap. We do. I said yeah. Oh, I thought you said no. No, those embroidered yeah, Gap embroidered t shirts from the nineties where it was it just said Gap on it, but every letter yeah. was embroidered in like a different color. Yeah, yeah. That, I I I wrote that particular Gap shirt into my book the channel because I just remember like everybody wearing those ugly shirts. Um, But yeah, that's, that's what I'm picturing. All of the made vampires are in gap shirts with little embroidered gap letters on the front. And target shoes. And target shoes. Yep. Yep. The little Velcro (laughs) straps because I can't do shoelaces yet. No, they don't know how. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But Hudson kills this vampire. He just like snaps its neck and then he pulls out its fang and throws it. Why? Why did you yeet, so yeet because, the fang? Because he, he says that it's the um, that's one way to kill a vampire. Oh, does it's he? to remove its fang. Yeah, he says that a, f- a few a few chapters ago. He definitely oh, says it. That doesn't. He says that like, like that's the way to kill a vampire is to to snap their teeth or snap a fang or something. Um. I don't remember what it was in reference to, but he definitely said that. And I'm imagining that breaking a neck doesn't really do anything for a vampire. Because I just imagine the floppy head, like the neck is broken, but the floppy head is still... (laughs) At least it's not like Twilight, where like he snaps the neck and then everything turns to marble and just falls apart. They just shatter. They just shatter. And then they go, we we shall burn this pile of rubble. You know, I I had a much better vision of how that looked before the movies came out. Yeah, me too. Like in my brain, like because they talked about like ripping sounds, especially like when when the Cullen clan like rips up James, like Bella. For the most part, you don't see any of that part because it's just Bella, her perspective, and she's basically unconscious in in pain. But she says she hears like ripping. So I imagine like he's like an upholstery dummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of. That's kind yeah. of how I like. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I do. I am very nervous about the series being made into movies because I feel like, you know, there's just so much that they could make very cringy but very I fast. Think, I think that I think that's what I, like any book can turn into that though is because we have our own ideas about yeah. what it is, and then it could be so easily interpreted as something else. Yeah, yeah. As long as they use Tracy to direct the film. And like, actually, ask what she imagined that sometimes part to be, they then do. Maybe they'll be fine. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. Though that's that's like what... Harry Harry Potter did really well. Like, I don't think there was any parts of Harry Potter. Where I'm like, oh, that didn't look like what I was expecting it to look like. Yeah, like they left. Th- it's it's okay to leave like some parts out. Like I understand, but like doing things completely wrong is what kills me. Like Twilight, they yeah Twilight. Kath- the whole blast book Catherine hardwick <laughs> Just, well no you know what I'm, I'm okay because they made it more i mean here's the thing what really happened was there was supposed to be an epic battle and nothing actually happened so they're like yep. you know what let's throw in the battle and you know and then people want a battle yeah like 
people want a battle in the last movie. So that I, I'm fine with it. But the first movie versus the first book, they're not even remotely the same. Like things that, <laughs> the, all the work that went into Edward climbing a tree with Bella on his back, like the gear that they had to put on, on Robbie Pat to get him up that tree. Like none of that shit happened. That did, the spider monkey did not happen. They did not climb a tree together. Like the, the scene that actually happened was Edward and Bella were sitting on his little seatie in his, in his bedless bedroom and Bella provoked him and he went, oh, you really shouldn't have said that. And then he lunged on her like super sexy style. And then freaking Alice and Jasper came in because they were like, oh, we thought you were, we thought you were having dinner. Ha ha ha. Like they, like it was kind of a sexy scene, but no, you know what? You know what's sexier is vampires Crunch. running up a tree. <laughs> Spider monkey was the worst scene <laughs> it was ever. Awful, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, I, re- I also really <laughs> hope that they don't delete a character. You know how like <gasps> Peeves was just not there. Wait, who in Harry Potter? Peeves with um. He was for like a quarter of a second coming out of the floor laughing. <laughs> Yeah, do you, do you do you know who that guy is? Rick Mail. No. Rick Mail. He, he he auditioned and did all he did he did all the filming for this movie because his niece or his daughter told me he told him he had to do it. He, you have to be in Harry Potter. It's amazing. I've been there for every book, every book signing. We have to do it. Please, please, please. So he did all the filming. He's never read a Harry Potter book and didn't give a shit. And then all of his parts got pulled. Oh. <laughs> and he's now dead. That's sad. So I thought that they would at least, you know, for like the 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 anniversary episode that yeah. they did for the special, I thought they might have at least gone like, because they did all of the special memorials to all of the characters and the people that have died, the actors that have died since the making of the movies. I thought that they would at least go, well, here's some deleted scenes. Like, there's no way that that footage is just gone. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to exist somewhere, didn't. but no. But they didn't. And yeah, there was a, there was an interview of him where he was just like, yeah, I I don't even know where that happened. Like, I don't remember my lines. I don't know what I did in in the scenes. I have no idea. I don't even know who Peeves is. He made he made a weird face and came out of the floor, and that was it. Yeah, that was the whole. So funny. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that like no one no one really important to the story which isn't apparent in Crave, like the first book, if they read like director and they just color character because they're like, oh, that's not important. But then they were really important when it comes to charm or cherish or court. And then they go, oh, we'll just have to rewrite kind of a plot hole. Yeah. They need to kind of avoid it. It's 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 just such a, it's just a, such a stupid thing that like directors should have to read the entire series before they commit to. Yeah. To making a movie or a TV show. Um, Maybe we can just hope that somebody in the Crave universe is a film director and volunteers. <laughs> it's like, I, I know this inside out. I got this. <laughs> and and I'm telling you, Brendan Fraser, man, he's on a roll. He's a catch. Yep. yep. He's he's a catch, guys, for Uncle Finn. Keep, keep... Just not in the fat suit. No, no. He's lost... Man, he's lost a lot of weight, too. Just, um, you know, from when he started back into acting and now, like, he, you can tell he's starting to... You know, not that not that he couldn't have nailed any of his roles. You know, still, you know, it's not he. He wasn't even like that big. Like he didn't get that big just compared to when you see him in like George of the Jungle. But you can tell that like he's getting his confidence back. Like he's got his spark back. You can see it in his eyes. He he he. You can see that he's like really enthusiastic about acting again. And I think that that's really special. And I, I swear to God, he would make the best uncle Finn and I will die on that hill. Um, so keep, <laughs> keep, keep bugging universal guys post, post on their Twitter post, bug them on Facebook, message them, crave series, Brendan Fraser for uncle Finn. It's the guaranteed way to make sure that the, the series succeeds because he's, he is ev- so he's so loved yeah he's so loved like it it would it would be a guaranteed success just do it um do it so flint's flint's his his leg done got blowed off um, it did very gorily and i was it's very graphic <laughs> i was so convinced that he was gonna die and because flint's leg got blown off um grace spends the entire battle like we really don't get any of the battle 
other than what is happening in Grace's immediate bubble, because everybody is having to kind of protect her and then running and like refueling her um, so that she can siphon energy from them and work to heal Flint. But she, she focuses 100% of her energy into trying to heal Flint's leg, which, you know, I think is especially funny because she's just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yep. And she starts like talking as if she's like a surgeon. She's like, I'm gonna gonna find the artery. I'm guessing the artery is the squishy thing. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that's spurting blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um and and Hudson is I mean, he's already drained because he had the giant battle. He's still beat up from doing his fighting in the pit to win money. And then they immediately did the giant battle and then they uh, immediately came here like he is worn down. So everybody's kind of coming and giving a little bit of energy. And then Grace is like, wait, I have earth magic. And the earth was just like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> what's really sad though is that they had a solution right in front of them and i don't know whether the mechanics would work but they had a solution right in front of them why didn't a vampire just bite him like what would it what what would be the expected outcome of that if he's well number one anesthesia i mean i don't remember uh grace ever complaining when either of the boys bit her no. so that could definitely be like a like a pleasure or pain kind of thing yeah you could definitely get us um and b um i thought that anytime uh jackson like licked her wounds that that fixed it as well but um saliva and also you if you bite with intention it can turn him into a vampire I have ever, I've never ever heard Flint ex exclaim any displeasure at the idea of being a vampire. So, I mean, especially if it saved his life. Hurry, everybody come spit in his leg. Just spit in his mouth. I don't think that that's a, uh, well, the thing is like, if it was a little wound, I would understand it, but I don't think that they can lick a flayed open to the bone leg. I think they should have at least tried. Yeah, they could have, they could have tried. I think at this point. Just get proper glob on. Just, oh. I, th I think at this point, um, <laughs> Jackson would have been willing to, like, do anything to. Yeah. Because he sees I just Flint. think, like, so, like they, they never really looked at the real, like, simple solutions. Like, it's always, oh, magic will fix this. But if you were also a human, how would you fix somebody whose leg was bleeding out? Like, she didn't turn a kit. She didn't do any first aid when she has relied on first aid every goddamn fucking cut and scrape on a goddamn vampire since the beginning of goddamn time and right here right now is, a, is an actual case where she might need a first aid kit and a goddamn plaster and she's not using it <laughs> she forgot her band-aids <laughs> <laughs> but she like that's like normal first aid is you put pressure on the wound and she doesn't she's just letting it spout out and she's like hang on a minute let me let me search in my mind's eye for how to fix this. And it's like, yeah. I, do you know why? Do you know why Flint almost died? Gross negligence. That's why. And then poor Luca, Luca comes and like sees that Flint is, is down. And he's like, take, take all my energy, take anything you need, just fix him. And Grace like starts siphoning his energy. And she's like, he is not nearly as powerful as Jackson and Hudson, but like, yeah, I'll he's, try. He's a volivant at a party. Yeah. And then he immediately like turns to like, get back in the fight. And he gets just deaded, deaded immediately. Just boom. Which unfortunately that was ruined for me because somebody posted um you know oh luca and like a bunch of crying emojis on instagram while i was reading covet and that's how nah. that yeah that got that's mean that got ruined for me immediately um so i knew that luca was gonna die which which really sucks um but yeah so uh Luca gets killed. And Grace, Grace is the only one that's noticed that he's dead. I know. As well. Macy comes and helps and <laughs> creates a barrier around her and uh, Flint and Grace. 
And then I, I love the part where it says, uh, Grace says, Hudson basically squeaks in before the barrier closes. And I'm like, uh, no. Hudson scooches in. Nobody sque- squeaks. You don't squeak in. You scooch in. Let me scooch right past you there. He scooches in before the barrier closes. Like, like I'm imagining it. It's like, you know, when you've like gone on like the underground or like the metro. What do you call those guys? Subway. You Subway. call them subways. Um, like, and the doors are closing, and you're just like dipping in. You scooch in. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm imagining it doing. But I, I can't ever remember a, a barrier that Macy has made being opaque. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how does she know he made it? I'm, I'm imagining him like, like sideways, like it's closing like a bubble, and he, like, like the bubble it's around like, Hogwarts. <laughs> that kind of barrier and he just kind of like scooches sideways through yeah um with with dignity obviously yeah you don't well you don't squeak with dignity you scooch Mm. (laughs) squeaking is let me squeech let me squeak in yeah no he scooches because he's 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 a dignified gentleman um yep and then they notice that that xavier xavier then they notice that luke is dead they're just like oh shit (laughs) yeah and it's almost like they're like Jackson comes over and he's giving everything. Like they're reaching that moment of just we're gonna need their nuclear option here. Like there's nothing else to go like to do. Yeah, yeah. And Hudson is then he just starts apologizing. Um and like looking at Grace. Like and she was like, Oh, he's asking for permission to 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 go nuclear and then she went, No, wait. He's asking for forgiveness because he knows that there is no other solution he has to go out and poof everything and um that's when she decides i should should choose you um like that we're gonna find another way what meanwhile jackson's fucking dying next (laughs) (laughs) it's like the private moment where you could have had like actually like say like like even even if we have to say goodbye to jackson (laughs) I, I choose you, you're, you're mine, like, I don't want anybody else, uh, I want to find another way around this Jackson situation. Jackson's dying, and she's like, it's okay, I've still got Hudson. Well, the thing is, she the, her thought is that, like, once we get the crown, like, w- we'll figure, I'm sure that the crown can, can fix Jackson. So it all really falls on Hudson's shoulders to be able to effectively poof everyone so that they can get to the unkillable beast and and then assuming that the unkillable beast even has the crown or can tell them how to get it like that it 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 is all like a big if situation so at least the one thing that grace can be certain of in this moment is that she has hudson like and i think that that's i think that that's you know special and that's why my mm-hmm. my note i was just like that's my kink like <laughs> <laughs> This, the whole the whole next scene because we stopped right as Hudson like he like cracks his knuckles and like you know does that that neck crack. rolls his shoulder yeah rolls I, his I, shoulder. I'd like to think that he like puts his sleeves up you know like all right let's rolls do his this. sleeves up Oof. yeah that's this this scene there are a couple scenes in books that have just oh this scene did it for me when he you know finally like goes out and just starts like bam 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 that scene did it for mm-hmm. me um same with when he is walking out of the coliseum in crush holding grace and ignoring jackson as jackson mm-hmm. is being whiny like jumping around him and uh he brings down the coliseum like that those big brother vibes like that mm-hmm. one got me and um in court of thorns and roses series um the scene when Cassian and uh, Asriel come and save Feyre on the ice from the Autumn Court. Yeah. When when she finally breaks away with Lucian um, from the uh, Spring Court. That, yeah. that scene. Like, for those who haven't read A Court of Thorns and Roses, I will not, I will not spoil uh, anything else from that scene, but when when you read it you'll be like big daddy oh vibes. that's that's what starlow was talking about like that's big daddy vibes big daddy vibes all those big daddy vibes not paint scene yeah not paint scene at all that is not that's not my kink no too messy too messy <laughs> um so 
I have one spoiler, but before I get into and that... I have come up with one, and I don't know whether we've also mentioned it before, so maybe it's not too much of a spoiler. Is it? Is it a spoiler for... What book is it a spoiler for? Oh, like doozy, like all the way. Okay, so my spoiler is just for Covet, and then yours is a doozy spoiler. But before we get into mm-hmm. that, um, I did want to let both you know and our listeners know, because I know quite a few of them are fans, um, that... Uh, there has been another confirmed TV series, book to TV series, um, mm-hmm. from Blood Nash is going to have an Amazon series, which is amazing because Amazon does a phenomenal job. So Amber, you're going to definitely have to read, read from them. Blood Nash before um, we get too much news on it. Okay, it's 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 good, not as good as A Court of Thorns and Roses, but it scratches the same itch. Okay. Um, the, it, I'm, I'm in the fourth book, and it's, it's kind of dragging, but, and, and the first book wasn't that great either. Um, but I look fondly back on it now that I'm farther in the series. You know, it's one of those where, like, as you're reading it, it's not great. Just like a Court of Thorns and Roses, like first one, not my favorite, but like you look fondly back on it because you know how essential it was. It was setting it up. Yeah, yeah. So highly okay. recommend. Um, for anybody who hasn't read those yet, if you enjoy kind of like this general vibe of, of stories, they are good. They are they are spicy. There are quite a few spicy scenes. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Clutching my pearls. No, spicy. All right. <laughs> so let's get into spoilers. Mine is just a Covet spoiler. So if you haven't read like the next few chapters of Covet, uh, feel free to bounce out. And then we'll give you an additional warning before Amber's end all spoiler where you need dun, to be dun, dun, dun. you need to be caught up with all the books. Um, I'm assuming including Court and Charm. For, yes, for your Charm. Okay. All right. So for mine, um Grace, when when she first, you know, when Luca first gets blasted, she says I scramble back to Flint's body, wishing I had something uh, something to cover Luca with out of respect. I'm so mad because when Flint wakes up in the next few chapters and he notices that Luca is dead, like he he goes like blank, like he the it it really devastates him. Obviously, Flint can make freaking flowers, like that's one of his powers that we get and crave, and we never see it again. It, I swear to God. I felt like Tracy set herself up by saying, wishing I had something to cover Luca with out of respect. Flint could have had like, you know, those Viking blankets of flowers that they would like lay over the bodies. They would like hand weave. Yes. I'm just imagining like the movie scene with the flowers, like all kind of like creeping up, like in a big vine, like in a big blanket and growing over Luca and everybody like sharing like that sad moment together and it showing like Flint's way of like showing his respect for mm-hmm. his his dead partner like I, I I really really hope that you know because it's it's easy as an author you know I'm sure that it's easy for you know Tracy to n- not especially when she's probably torn up about killing a character it can be hard to miss little details like that but I'm hoping that when a director comes in and is kind of like fine tuning the story, that a, a director says, "Hey, this is an obvious thing that could happen. Like this is a this feels like the missing puzzle piece because like the thought of seeing that everybody on the beach, you know, by that time the dragons are all there, Nuri's there, seeing her son, you know, devastated that his boyfriend has been killed." I, I just think that it would be a really, really special moment. Like everyone raising their wands for Dumbledore. Like it would be just super special. So, yeah. Aww. Oh. Okay. So Amber's is the the end all spoiler. So if you haven't read dun, 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 dun. Court and Charm, leave now. Leave now. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> okay. Uh, so so we, we know during court that Hudson mentions that when he poofs things, he takes their souls. Right. Y- yes, that's what makes that's what it he, so. That's what he. His punishment. That's what he gets all like self. Um, 
righteous about it. And then he's like, oh, I don't want to do it because it takes their souls. It's like, well, what, what happens when he takes their souls? Like, I feel like he definitely releases them at some point because you can't just hold on to them forever. Maybe it's like, maybe they, maybe that's part of the torture is that, what, what am I thinking? I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of Helsing, um, the anime. But I'm just, I'm just thinking that maybe he sends them somewhere. Like he, that he's the anchor. So he, he poofs them and then they have to go through him and he has to channel them to somewhere else. So he feels them passing through. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I'm like, what happens to them? And they're like, the best place for them to be would be the Shadow Realm. Okay, so maybe he would have to face everybody that he's killed before? Yeah, like that's... he's ever poofed before. Okay, that that's that's an interesting idea. Because the way he says that he poofs, because he's poofed himself before as well, and he's he just says he disappears for a few times. And he's so comfortable in the Shadow Realm that it makes me think that there's something about it that makes him feel like normal and at home his lair is that he has a copy like a carbon copy of his lair there yeah and i'm just wondering whether that is where he goes oh when he poofs himself Uh, he just doesn't really remember it that's a good that's a good theory um and and the queen has all of these creepy creepy like shadows which are very much like souls that are dark and twisty Okay. Yeah. And if you remember, Smokey really, really liked him. Instant attachment to him. Yep. And I'm wondering whether it's because she knows that he can channel them and he like energizes them or something. That, yeah, that, that would be a really, really awesome explanation. Um, And it would also be like, he has to face everybody that, He's ever yeah. he's ever killed. That would yeah. Okay. Especially if his dad did get a puppy and he made him poof a puppy. I'm and that's what Smokey is. I am so certain that for anybody who who doesn't remember in Crush Hudson when uh he gives Grace that vision of when Jackson is taken from him while they're like little tiny children. Um, and then Cyrus makes Hudson like poof everything in the room out of rage. He, and he's like, you know, good job tomorrow. I'll get you a puppy. And then you never hear anything about the puppy again. And it it sounds like a a psychological torture thing where Cyrus likely, you know, made him poof the puppy, made him poof the puppy. Yeah. And if my theory is correct, then what if that's Smokey? (gasps) Smokey acts more like a cat though. It does, but at the same time, we don't know that he got a puppy. Maybe he's like, no, I'd rather a cat. Right, right. Oh. I wonder what would happen if they tried to bring Smokey back to... I don't know, but if that if my theory is correct, then maybe it works backwards. You can <laughs> materialize people. You can unpoof them. Well, like, Smokey doesn't do particularly badly as a, a spirity kind of smoky thing yeah so maybe that would work still in the in normal land Hmm. but yeah it just made me think that they're going to be like they're going to be fighting all of the shadow queens like shadows and they must have come from somewhere and i'm just kind of wondering whether they're all the souls that he has sent there yeah and I'm, i'm i'm thinking about like we got that bonus chapter in the, I think it was the Shadow Realm bonus edition of Charm, where the Shadow Queen, like it talks about like how she came to be. Mm. I wonder if we're, I wonder if we're supposed to feel anything for her. It's weird to get a back backstory for a character that you're not going to hear anything else about. Just like the. I absolutely love reading the enemy storylines though, because those are the ones where you kind of go, yeah, I can see why she became that. Yeah, yeah. You Like Maleficent, I'm like, I can absolutely see why you turned into a raging bitch. Yeah, yeah, like, there's always... And I feel for you more. You always get the characters where, you know, they just turn bad for no reason, they've always been a bad egg. But then there are some that are just justified, like, you're like, you know what, they didn't make the best choices, but I, I understand why they did it. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Those those like yeah. Those are the ones that are, are hard. Those are the the 
bad guys that you don't want to hate because you just kind of there's a part of you that that feels bad for them yeah it's like harry telling voldemort like that he pities him it's like you know i think that that's the biggest insult to like a bad guy like i actually feel bad for you yeah no one you've you nobody's ever loved you i feel bad i feel bad for you don't feel bad for me (laughs) i am am evil but i but i do wish that people would appreciate me sometimes appreciate me appreciate me you should go back to bed (laughs) i know (laughs) i gotta do a freaking live stream for my job in like an hour Ugh. Ugh, I know. Jobs. Jobs. It's not a job. It's I manage it. I manage it. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, bro. <laughs> it's what happens when you are a manager at the world's largest Etsy SEO company. I love that you had to finish it because you're like, this sounds really cool. And now it doesn't sound cool. <laughs> <laughs> at the world's largest SEO company for Etsy. <laughs> If I, hey, you know what? If all I got to do is hang out and uh, do live streams and teach people stuff, then it's worth it, right? But um, <laughs> guys, thanks so much for hanging out. Um, sorry that this episode was a little late. It should be airing on Friday. Today's Thursday um, that Amber and I are recording. Um, but I think that next week we should be on track to... I- I'm good. Be normal. Yeah, I'm not... I, I mean, unless I get, like, worse sick, I get the bigger sick the biggest sick. the bigger sick then i should be good um if for any reason guys episodes don't post on thursday um you know just be aware that something's happened we've gotten sick we're only human or you know something's come up on our schedule but i believe that next week we should be on track to have our usual thursday episode um other than that thanks so much for hanging out i think that next week we'll probably be right at the end of covet or close to we might yeah we might be able to finish it and might then might be too that. long to finish Maybe two more episodes. I think two. Yeah, two more. One and a half. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we could maybe do like an overview of the whole book. Bonus chapters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bonus chapters. Okay. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks so much for listening, and uh, we will see you next week. Bye-bye.